I was just saying. I don't care about your opinion. I just well, I'll tell you what I think. What's that you're saying? Would you just listen? I don't think so. Remember, ladies, one must not get one's knickers in a twist. I just... Please listen. Shh. I'm trying to help you. Listen. I don't think so. Excuse me. Well, I don't care. I don't care. Listen. Shut up and listen. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Shut Up and Listen with me, Heather Matarazzo. Um, there's a, a certain sadness to my voice tonight because um, we're recording an hour after news broke about Manchester and the bombing. And, um, you know, I was considering canceling, you know, this upcoming conversation that I'm about to have. And then I decided, no, um, and maybe I'll actually drop this sooner than um, would normally be scheduled. But I, I just want to say to everyone, um, you know, it's, it's a fucked up world that we get to live in. And, uh, you know, there's, there's as much terror and, and grief and, and sadness and rage and anger as there is joy and, and beauty and, and wonderment. And, um, we all do the best that we can with the tools that we have. Um, and I want to give a, a special, um, note of love to the families and friends and victims that were affected. Um, you know, I, um, when it, when something like this happens to children, it takes on a a whole new meaning. Um, And so, yeah, I, I don't know. There really aren't any words. Um, <clears throat> and I guess the, the thing that I know how to do is, is just to uh, use my voice and continue to have conversations with people that I love and admire and respect. And one of them is sitting here right now, um, Ira Madison Third. Welcome. Hi. Hi. Thanks for having me. Oh my God. Thanks for coming. <sighs> it's been a day. <laughs> it's been a fucking day. It started, the day started with uh, um, the. Melania. Hand, the Melania. Swatting Trump's hand. <laughs> hand swat. <laughs> heard around the world. The scene around the world. It was such a beautiful start to the week. <laughs> I was like, what do we do to deserve this? Because it's usually like hell every day. I, Last week, for instance, I don't know how you could. I got whiplash every night, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, like something new happens. I know. And then Monday starts and it's it's funny. Yeah, I know. I know. It's been a this, oh, Christ, like, sen- I mean, for fuck's sakes, it's, it's. 2017 has been a doozy to say the least you know i just watched the hours last night and i woke up this morning and 
I I always think about things such as time and does time really exist? And I really don't think it does personally. Um, but just how the hours can bleed into each other. And I feel that way very much in regards to each new mass shooting, each new bombing, each new, you know, intelligence probe. It, it's... It never ends. So there is... um, It feels like it's happening like all at once, all the time. All at once, all the time. And it's... I just shut down. It's like I can't... I've learned that I cannot save the fucking world and that my energy is way too fucking precious to... um, be screaming at the top of my lungs all day long yeah i mean like look at last year we were like this election's never gonna fucking end uh and then we were you know it was horrible but then like i was at least grateful that it was over but it's not over um so it's like you know it where i feel like we're still having the same conversations we were having leading up to the election and we're having conversations now that we should have been having before it. So it's just like nothing really does end. It, 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 it except absolutely. Obama's gone. Except that Obama's <laughs> gone. But getting to see photos of him and Michelle, just like the case of the divine fuck it, celebrating their second <laughs> honeymoon. Just like, what's up? What? We're just we're just hanging out and chilling and having the best time, right? But you but and like the thing too is like a lot of people, some people, um, people I just like who are like, um, you know, where is Obama? Why isn't he like, out saving the world? Um, and it's like, I mean, he he just gave us eight years. Like, eight give him, years. give him, give him like, give him eight months. You know, like the there is literally nothing Obama could do right now. Nothing. I, it's so it's so fucked up. It's so fucked up where it's, you know, the man couldn't catch a break for eight fucking years. For eight years. And now everybody is like, wait a second. Why aren't you help us? And it's the, <clears throat> I mean, uh I I kind of wonder if white tears are actually just Botox. <laughs> you know what I mean? That like it, it just when are individuals going to recognize that they need to take fucking responsibility? You know, and that it's not always up to people of color. It's not always up to the gay and lesbian community. It's not always up to the Muslim community. You know, it's... Right. Where were you for Obama when we needed to flip the House and the Senate? (laughs) You know? Um, Then we wouldn't be in the current predicament that we're in right now. I know. And it's at least it's the... You know, and I feel like I said this, maybe I said this on the podcast with our mutual friend, Amy um, <clears throat> Nicholson, where 
Or no, no, I just said it in an interview for a bus magazine. Because the reporter had asked me something in regards to Trump or whatever the fuck in regards to like shut up and listen. And I'd said, you know, she had said some fucking comment and I'd said like, dude, it's, it's white people. It's, it's fucking white people that like all of a sudden had to like wake up that fucking Tuesday morning where every other fucking like marginalized group, whether it be the LGBT community, LGBTQIA, I'm still getting fucking used to all the goddamn letters. There's a lot of letters. So many fucking letters. (laughs) I'm going to continue to fucking gripe about it, you know, and I'm not biphobic. (laughs) I'm not fucking queer phobic. You know, I'm not any kind of fucking phobic, you know, um, not just as like, Jesus Christ. It's just so many fucking letters, <laughs> so many fucking letters. Um, you know, but the, the, the liberal, you know, white feminists and everybody else, like the fucking Bernie bros. Right. Where it's, it, it's just, you know, they had to find out that. You know what everybody else knew, yeah, and has been saying, and so um, that's really just been like the conversation that we are have all been having since the election, like continuing to tell these people, like, yeah, no, we get it, like things are horrible, and um, what's funny too is like about the Obama thing is like he's mostly focusing his efforts on Chicago, um, you know, he's you know, raising money and donating things and, you know, like to help people in the city of Chicago, which, you know, Trump was calling like a hell hall yeah. months ago. Yeah. Uh, we've already forgotten about that because mm-hmm. it moved out of the news cycle, yeah. but, um, good for him for helping his community, you know, like, yeah, Absolutely. he doesn't need to save the world. Like he's like, let me focus on these people. Yes. And, and, and that I feel like is, you know, his absolute fucking right. I, I, you know, it's the, it's the, the individuals that realize that their lives have been interrupted or threatened, you know, by the potential loss of liberty in whatever sense. And yet they still have such a sense of entitlement and privilege that they refuse to recognize where they themselves have fallen short um, and, and either get really fucking defensive or invert it, but the result is still the same, which is, you do it, you do it, I am a helpless, and I don't, you do it, you do it, I, I don't know how, I, I don't know how to do it. Right. Retweeting only gets you so far. You know? Like, donate some money. Go volunteer. I don't know. Like, I'm doing all that. I don't have time to tell you other people what to do. Yeah, exactly. And that's, and that's the biggest thing where it's... Don't ask me to explain to you X, Y, and Z. Like, Google exists. 
Google exists. If you really desire to change, if you really desire to grow, if you really desire to expand your awareness about these issues that you say you care about, you will put in the time and the fucking effort. And it, and it really just rubs me the wrong fucking way. Um, that because individuals that are like explained to me, help me to understand, ba 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 all of a sudden, it's, hey, where the fuck have you been? Right. Because people don't really sort of realize that like on the surface, not a lot has changed domestically. Um, foreign, that's a whole nother level and we're going to be dealing with those ramifications for years but you know like domestically um a lot of the stuff that's going on is stuff that is going on for years you know like sure jeff sessions is trying to like ramp up um you know um penalties you know for like drug offenses and things but like that stuff has been implemented for years yeah. you know like we should have been doing something about that before it got to this point, um, and ICE raids um, were happening under the Obama mm-hmm. um, presidency. But um, now, you know, ICE officials are probably, you know, more brazen. You know, they're like taking a shot and like, let's go see. <laughs> yeah. Let's go see which Mexican person we can send home. Yeah. Like, they're probably just like <laughs> Roman. Roaming the streets looking for people, you know, like it it is like Nazi Germany in the sense of it's that it's the beginning of, uh, you know, a totalitarian regime where if you have checkpoints and you're asking um, to see people's papers, you know, and people forget. I'm in, I'm, I think I might be PMSing. I actually don't need to quote unquote blame it on PMS. Um, but I am cuntified tonight (laughs) and, and just sipping fucking tea and calling out some shit. You know, the, the United States of America, Native American peoples, this is not our home. You know, like this country was built upon the genocide of an entire nations of people and the brutal enslavement of another, you know, um, and we have the fucking gall right. to be like. That's why I bought my Angela Rye shirt that says we built this joint for free. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love wearing it to brunch. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I've yet to get a free meal out of it, I but you know, I like to wear shirt. it as a reminder. I need to get that shirt, yeah, and wear it on some red carpets. Yeah, it's I don't it's give beautiful a fuck anymore. <laughs> I don't give a fuck anymore about what people think. I don't. Okay, you're gonna have to give me that information at the end of this because yeah, I'm gonna order it like definitely ASAP. <laughs> um, but I actually want to talk to you because you brought up Jeff Sessions. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And I know that you got into a bit of a thorny situation back in January. Did I? Did you? <laughs> what? I don't know what you're talking about. 
Um, but that tweet that you had sent, mm-hmm. and the only thing I would have changed about that tweet was Kids Are Us instead of Toys Are Us. Right. <laughs> you know, what's funny is the original iteration of that tweet was um, not the even the implication that he got the child from Toys R Us. Mm-hmm. It was that he had stolen a baby yes. from a parent at yes. Toys R Us yes. to present. Yes. Um, you know, Twitter has 140 characters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Um, also, the joke was implying that Jeff Sessions is racist. Yes. It had nothing to do with the race of the child. Yes, Could have been any I, race. No. R-A-M. If it had been a white baby there, I still would have been like, who did you kidnap this baby from? Like, what are you doing here to try and make yourself look good? No, absolutely. Um, Yeah, you know, the backlash from it was wild, um, mostly because um, this Trump era has given rise to, um, and the Fox News era, you know, is given rise to people who are actually racist to they love nothing more than telling other people that they're being racist. You know? They love nothing more than be able to say, well, actually, you're being racist, black person. You know? Or like, oh, actually, no. You liberals are the one who are the racist ones. Like, mm-hmm. they love doing that. And mean, like, you know, one of the main people was, like, Michelle Malkin. And it was like, Bitch, like, you are pro-Japanese internment camps. Like, what are we really talking about here? (laughs) Um, It was wild. Um, What was nice was, you know, like, I was going on vacation right before it happened. So I spent a month in Europe luxuriating, sipping Prosecco, and just being like, you people are tweeting into a void. I'm not paying attention. (laughs) Um... You know, I still had my job um, because um, luckily I work for sane people. Yes. Um, every person I've run into has been like, the joke was funny. Yeah. Um, and it's just really these crazy people love a different target every day um, because they have nothing else to do. Obama used to be their main target and now he's gone. Mm-hmm. So now they... They've flown out into the ether to attack everybody, you know? Everybody. Who's like, oh, I was the new Justine Sacco. Um, The funny thing about it, actually, is um, it got me so many Facebook friend requests from people I went to high school with. Because, like, they were like, is Ira an important person (laughs) now? Um, it was like, apparently it was just like a news crawl on like Fox news for several days. Cause they have, cause you know, Fox doesn't report on Trump's antics, yeah. um, or this Russia probe or anything like they <laughs> want to report on Clinton or like liberals or like other things. Like yeah. they need to change the narrative. Yeah. Um, like a friend of mine, I was just home for mother's day, um, in back in my home state, uh, Wisconsin. And a friend was like. He did like a double take because it was surreal to see like my name under the trending topics on Facebook. Um, I was like, yeah. Um, but as Beyonce said, you know, 
you know, you're that bitch when you cause all this conversation, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. Um, and then it went away. Yeah. Like, so. Yeah. Nothing's happened. <sighs> it was it was just an annoying, like, week. Yeah. Yeah. And it happens. to and it hap- And what's great is, like, so many friends come to me now and they're, like, for advice. Because, like, anytime you tweet something, like, you know, like, politically charged now, like, the trolls come after you. And they're, they text me now and they're, like, what do you do when, like, these people are flooding my mentions? It's, like, how do I? I'm, Box like. Box block. Right. Box. Uh, the blockchain. Block- yeah. Blockchain is beautiful. Um, if you don't know what blockchain is, it's a thing that allows you to block the followers of certain accounts and i have just gone through and like boom i don't even see these people anymore uh none of them you know like get rid of all those people who like follow the blaze who follow glenn beck like get rid of those people and it doesn't block people who you already follow um the weird thing is, like, sometimes it will block people like you. You don't mean to block, yes. but it's like, why is this report? It's like, oh, of course, this reporter's following this like trash conservative yes. site. Um, so I'm like, I will unblock them, like when I realize, you know. But yeah. like, I don't know. I just I've been like on a block spree lately. You know, I've even blocked like these annoying like viral Twitter accounts. It's become. People don't even read articles anymore. Like, I feel like there's a handful of people on Twitter, and you've seen them, who it seems like they don't have any other job besides screenshotting articles, highlighting the important information, and embedding it into their own tweet so that their account is popular and people follow them for news. So it was like breaking this Trump thing. I'm like, well, actually, the Washington Post broke that, (laughs) not you. But I guess you have like a hundred and forty like thousand followers, so good for you, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. No. It's it, it, everyone's it's, tiring and everyone's self promoting in this annoying Donald Trump way and I've just I don't have the time, you know? Yeah. I just like I said, I wanna sit my prosecco, mm-hmm. scroll through Twitter, yeah, tell some jokes. Yes. And then move on. Yeah. I'm just here for the jokes. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. And right now, we're not sipping Prosecco, but we're sipping sweet rosé. Sipping. Rosé is great, too. Rosé is fabulous. (laughs) And so is Rosie O'Donnell. Oh, I love Um, her. She is fabulous. I went on her, like, gay cruise years and years and years ago. She had a cruise? Yeah. Like, the Rosie cruise. She needs to bring that back. Yeah, it was like with her ex, Kelly. I would love that because I feel like the Rosie Cruz now would just be like shit-talking Trump. It was... Because was that, was that pre her feud with Trump? I think so. And I just like, I remember, I thought like I'd gotten like invited to go by them and... Uh, I was, like, so excited because I thought it was going to be, like, down to Cancun. And then it ended up being to, like, Nova Scotia. Oh. (laughs) So it was cold? I was, like, it was, like, very, very strange. And that's not to say, like, I wasn't grateful for, like, 
the opportunity and like whatever else. And Don't like, invite me on a fucking cruise unless it's going to be warm and I tropical. No. <laughs> That's wild. Not like to fucking Nova Scotia with salmon. <laughs> like for fuck's sakes. I can get that on 3rd Avenue and 47th Street. <laughs> You know, with some capers and red onion. Though I hate red onion. I don't know why I said that. I don't even like fucking red onions. I don't like onions, to be honest. I don't like onions either. I don't like onions, and I don't like fucking tomatoes. Oh, I love tomatoes. I love a, I love a tomato. Um, I hate onions, but like, what's weirdly like, I still use them in recipes that call for onions because like it. It adds to the taste. What recipes do you? What recipes call for onions that you use? Um, homemade tomato soup. Sorry, mm. not tomato soup. Um, homemade tomato sauce. Oh, you use real onions. Um, yes. Yesterday, I cooked some. Um, I cooked like a pork shoulder with um, some vegetable um, medley, and it called for onions in it. I've cooked with Blue Apron. Okay. So, okay. like, this is why okay. I'm like, I'm okay. cooking a pork shoulder. <laughs> that is... it, it was sent to, it was sent to my house. Okay. I didn't like okay. stroll through the market like Belle. But that or something. would be amazing. <laughs> I, I would love to be able to cook more. Mm-hmm. The only cookbooks that I have are the Maya Angelou cookbook. The Patty LaBelle cookbook and the Black Heritage cookbook. Listen, Patty LaBelle throws down. I have her cookbook and I have um, Chrissy Teigen's and like a Martha Stewart one. But I need, I live in a studio right now in Silver Lake and I'm moving at the end of the year. Congrats. Um, uh, I don't know where yet. But congrats Um, anyway. Thank you. I've I've been subletting from a friend who um, I used to live in West Hollywood and he is an animator and his job moved up to Portland. And it was only supposed to be for a year, but it ended up being extended for another year. So I've been in Silver Lake for two years. It was like the perfect way for me to try it out. Um, but I'm going to get a one bedroom because I want a bigger place. I want a bigger kitchen. You know, like the kitchen is actually big that I have now, but the counter space isn't huge. You know, so like I need bigger counter space so I can cook. I fucking love cooking. Yeah. Uh, then you want to have a bigger place than like, I'll throw down. I'll have dinner parties. You can oh come over. Oh my <laughs> God. I would love that. No, it's just so, because of like where I live right now, which is like downtown, I, I'm not going to the fucking market. No. I'm not going to fucking Trader Joe's and I have no desire to do fucking Blue Apron. Mm-hmm. Um, unless Blue you're the Ap- you're the only podcaster who doesn't have a desire well, to do Blue Apron. Yeah, well, Blue Apron. <laughs> listen, if you want to um, get advertising um, and give me some free stuff, I will happily try Blue Apron. Come through, Blue Apron. Come through, Blue Apron. <laughs> no, because I mean, I'll tell you what. No, I, I get it. When you don't live. Right by the fucking store, you don't you don't cook. And on top of that, the things that I I desire to cook are not um things that one would eat every day, you know. So like lasagna, same big ziti, fried chicken, okra, biscuits. See, that's the shit that I like too. 
and like that used to be like the only stuff I knew how to cook because my family's originally from Tennessee. Yeah. It was like, I can do this cooking. Probably not healthy for me. Um, so I like having like this food delivered to me because it makes me cook something nice um, for myself. Because otherwise, if I'm cooking, I'm like, I'm like, I just want to make some pasta. Yes. Let me make some mac and cheese. Oh my! See, and here's the deal with the mac and cheese. It's so funny because I literally was at, <clears throat> um, can't even call it a bodega, like. Yeah, we don't have the bodegas convenience here. Store, <laughs> the convenience store. I miss a fucking bodega. Um, but I just saw like the craft mac and cheese, and I was like, man. I miss me some crack mac and cheese. Listen, I miss the bodega the most when I, some, like when I'm in New York for work and stuff. I was in New York um, for a bachelor party like three weeks ago and um, I airbnb in Brooklyn um, in Crown Heights and <sighs> the fact that there's just like the bodega on the corner, like it was beautiful, yeah. you know? Because, yes. like, right next to me, I have a fucking 7-Eleven. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which never has what you really want. No, it doesn't. Unless you want a 40 or a gummy candies or um, a pound and a quarter hot dog. You can go to a fucking bodega in New York and get, like, a bomb sandwich. You know? Like, when you're hungry, like, the bodega will save your life. I No. Well, not only can you get, like, a bomb sandwich, you can find Crisco... Um, and like I mentioned this because my <clears throat> sweet love, um, made us cookies, oh. which you're more than welcome to have. Can't wait. Um, they're really fucking good too. Like Jesus fucking Christ. She's just magic. Um, they're like vegan and they're fucking amazing. Okay. And I like poo poo. I trust that's you. Vegan. Listen, I have a coworker. <laughs> 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 Lots of vegan cookie. And I feel like one out of every ten batches is good. I'll tell you what. I'm like, I, I, I hate vegan things. I just I, don't get it. I'm you know allergic. What? Like, I'll have some vegetables. I'm allergic to But I don't to need vegetables. to be. Okay. I'm allergic unless <laughs> it's like fucking fried okra or collard greens or um, peas, or like some carrots, mm-hmm. like red carrots and blue carrots. I'm a fan of, I love and yellow vegetables. carrots. I wish I were actually. I what I really want is like a salad cookbook because I feel like I love a good salad, but I feel like the best salads you always get are the kind like we go because especially we live in LA you know mm-hmm. like you have to pay like $13 for a good salad but like they taste good but I'm like I need that cookbook so like I can make some of these things at home I'm but- sure that they're oh do you know what I think that there's this like really beautiful um seasonal cookbook that has like a lot of vegetable recipes um, and a lot of like salad recipes for like the spring okay. and the summer. I'll always get behind a good Greek salad mm, minus yeah. the onion. Yeah, love um, a Greek salad. Um, love a um, cob salad. Fuck no. Mm-mm. The bacon, the blue cheese. It, I'll tell you what. 
I I don't know when it happened, but any time I get even the faintest smell of a hard boiled egg. Oh, your anti hard boiled egg. I love Ugh. it. I just even now Mm. The one thing MTV had going for it um, is the fact that our office on the th- uh, a kitchen on the third floor has like hard boiled eggs in it. Like someone <sighs> makes them all day. This is like another reason that I <laughs> loathe MTV. <laughs> Beside the fact that you know they canceled um, Sweet Vicious. Sweet um, Vicious was such. An intriguing premise. Was, I never watched the show, and I feel bad because I have a friend, Jared, who wrote on it, um, and I support him in theory, but I never got around to watching it because MTV's um, streaming player is horrible. Um, I can say that now because I work at the Daily Beast. You do work MTV at the News. Daily Beast. <laughs> um, no, it's it's interesting. Um, I. I really run out of fucks to give in terms of being quote unquote politically correct, Mm -hmm. you know, and oh no, like what happens if blah, 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 right? you know, um, but if the head of MTV is going to cancel a show and the new head of MTV, like by the time this podcast airs, let's even see if he's still there (laughs) since they have a changing of the guard, it seems, um, every few months. But if throw that tea, <laughs> I I'm gonna it, listen. Sipping tea, sipping rosé. <laughs> uh, I caught it. Um, now I get it. You know, because that show actually, it's a really fucking important show, just premise wise to have. Um, and I'm actually gonna go back and watch it. But like, I love the concept of a show you know, about combating rape culture um, and actual rape, you know, like on college campuses. And it's it was such a smart move for MTV to make. And I saw so many people having conversations about it, um, but it's gone. And it probably would have done well, you know, if it had been on like the CW. And you know, you know what? I'm going to say this. Cheers in its first season was the lowest rated show right and then they gave it a a second season and it ended up going for 11 seasons being like one of the most beloved programs what's crazy is how many tv shows have that origin story like nobody was really checking for dynasty in this first season and then they added joan collins and it was like in the top like Five of TV shows for like five years. Um, Melrose Place added Amanda Woodward, added Heather Locklear. Mm-hmm. Like the Nat show jumped up. Seinfeld had low ratings in its first season. Yeah. It's just like, I don't get it. I do. Of course. I, uh, here's the deal. <laughs> I, 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 I very much get it. Um, because here's, here's something where you know, a show is actually getting to create change, you know, as I feel all, all good storytelling, you know, the result is getting to challenge the viewer is getting to inspire the viewer is getting to connect the viewer, um, 
with themselves through the narrative that they're watching, through the characters that they're identifying with or or disliking and not identifying with and getting mm-hmm. to look within and being like, why do I have such a profound dislike for this individual? Um, like storytelling is fucking powerful. Mm-hmm. And, and the truth is, is, you know, MTV wants to go back to the culture of trash, like fucking teen mom, you know, and like 16 and pregnant like whatever so like any any programming that is going to be inspiring any programming especially that um gives a leg up to women it makes them feel empowered it makes them believe that oh not only am i not alone but connects it allows them to connect with their own inner wild woman, you know? And like, That's I, why I love like- scandal this season. Scandal was fucking great this season. Um, I thought it was, I just, I really loved how it ended with, you know, Olivia Pope, a black woman, the most powerful woman in America. Like I thought it was great. Um, and, you know, I like that Shauna's been telling interesting stories for women for years. Yes. Um, and she's the one woman who's, like, running and juggling all these shows and giving other work to women, too. And I would um, say as close second as Ava. Yes. Ava as well, you know, like, giving so many women directors the chance to work on Queen Sugar. And it's, I love that, you know. It was like, oh, what I just saw. There was this um, this this interview with Woody Allen at Cannes, just talking about the fact that like he's gotten to the point where he can like make four movies in a row that are bombs, and still be able to make that fifth one. And then, oh, that's good, you know. Well, maybe I should start molesting some children and see how my career turns around. I feel like that is the secret recipe. I mean, yes. Roman Polanski makes so many movies too. So it's hip. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, molesting children is in this season, um, and just trash men. What else today? There was. Um, it was a Johnny Depp thing what about Johnny how um, the villain in Pirates 5 was originally supposed to be a woman until he made them change it. <laughs> and he is just like morphed into like this boozed up. Wait, like, is that, that's accurate? Yeah. Oh, Christ. He's morphed into like this boozed up like walking scarf. Like, he looks like an anthropology when you see him these days. And I'm just like, I don't get it, you know? And, like, they're building that movie franchise around him, too. The Universal movies, which is just, like, five, like, white guys. Like, him and um, Tom Cruise and um, starring in The Mummy. I mean, I low-key want to see The Mummy because I like Tom Cruise and all of his crazy Scientology-ness. But he's the only one. I don't, <laughs> you know, I don't. It's so funny because I had said something recently 
on Twitter about Tom Cruise. Um, oh, because of Miss- Mission Impossible 6. And I said... Angela Bassett's Exactly. In it. And I was like, that's the only reason I'm going to go see that movie. Is fucking Queen fucking Bassett. I love her so much. But I've also, on the record, loved every Mission Impossible movie. <sighs> Except for three. I think I- three was the one J.J. Abrams did. But... Uh, I just really enjoy it. I really like Tom Cruise. I like Vanilla Sky. I don't... You know what? I have this weird fascination with him. And I don't know what it is. I mean, I, just, I think he... You know, he exudes movie star still to me. Yeah, I, I get that. I understand that to a certain degree. I guess with that too... And did I talk about this like on the Amy episode? Maybe I did. And I'm sorry if I'm repeating myself, but... I'm consistent with my opinions and feelings. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that <clears throat> the scene of Tom Cruise in um, Magnolia, uh-huh. right? Where he goes to the hospital bed and he's like, you prick, you prick. And he has that like big emotional moment. Um, and I look at that performance and I'm like, not only do I not connect with it, I find it laughable because I could imagine the AD being like, all right, everybody, quiet on the set. It's like, quiet. We have an actress getting ready. Quiet. And like Tom Cruise is in the corner just like saying whatever fucking incantation he's saying, you know, just like whatever the fuck to get him ready. (laughs) And it's all about him in that moment. And I can see his fucking ego in his performance versus, you know, the, the moment in the hours with Ed Harris and Meryl mm-hmm. Streep where they cut back to Ed Harris who's sitting alone in that chair and a single tear escapes from his eye. And Clarissa comes through the door and he's trying to get in the light and it's so authentic and it's so honest because neither one of those actors um were thinking about an oscar neither one of those actors were um making it about them because to me they're the two actors the ones that know that they're just a vessel for the characters to come through there's nothing else. They don't take any fucking credit, you know? Okay, yes. Tom Cruise, he definitely had that movie as, like, an Oscar grab. Uh, just like Leonardo DiCaprio with The Revenant. I didn't see um, it. It's messy. Keep um, it. <laughs> 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 yes, keep it. Um, but yeah, I feel like, I don't know, like, he's had some Oscar moments to me that felt earned. Oprah on the couch? Tom, <laughs> he should have gotten an Oscar for being on the couch with Oprah. I actually feel like, was it Magnolia like around that time? Like when he was just going crazy? I don't. And I feel like he settled down. I don't know. Now I'm just getting images. I feel like Tom Cruise's early career was great. And later yes. Tom Cruise's career is fun because now he's just an action star. And he stopped, you know, doing like... The Magnolias. Although I still think he was he was great in Jerry Maguire. He it was, was great it was in Jerry underrated Maguire. movie that um, I forget which comedian said this. I think it was 
I think it was um, it might have been Dave Chappelle, but it was like who pointed out that like black people love Jerry Maguire, like we love it. I I just I love that movie. It's a really good movie. Um, I think he was great in that movie, and I like early Tom Cruise, like Born on the Fourth of July. Yes, um, yes. Top Gun's trash, but um, you know, Cocktail is great. Um, Days of Thunder. Yeah. Um, I would even say Far and Away, but that also Nicole Kidman and I. I've always been an Irish. I've I've always been a sucker for an Irish film. Nicole Kidman is my life. I love her. I think she's a great actress. Um, and it's crazy that like women act- actresses always go through like this period where like people like just. Dis- quote unquote discover that they can act they're like oh my god Nicole Kim is so great in Big Little Lies I'm like but she was great in Invasion like a schlocky alien movie that she starred in with Daniel Craig like she's great she's great in the paparazzi photos when she's leaving have you seen that photo when no. she's leaving the office after she um, finished her divorce settlement <gasps> with Tom Cruise it's amazing she's wearing like this blouse and these like green capri pants and it's it's ridiculous, but um, she's great in everything, you know? And so I'm just like, it annoys me when people don't give Nicole Kidman her due. Well, I, <clears throat> I want her and Tom to make another movie again. I know they hate each other. I know she, he probably tried to kill her. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> and he won't let her see her children. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know... <laughs> But with that too, like Nicole Kidman, I'd seen something that she, I've just gotten really fucking prickly in the sense of, um, I saw Nicole Kidman say something about like people need to support Trump or something to that effect. And I was like, bitch, uh-uh. Oh, she's just a dumb Australian. I don't know. See, and and that's, <laughs> and that's, and here's the deal. They're all racist. They're pretty, I, but they're always. I just, I can't, I can't deal. I can't do it. I cannot do it. I no longer can separate between um, a person's politics and their performance. I thought I couldn't, but Susan Sarandon was really fucking good in Feud. Um, <laughs> and that's I, I another that thing I haven't seen. But she seen. was really good. In feud, she was so fucking good. If I see her on the street, I want to throw my latte at her. Why do you but, hate her? Because she's like she's a Bernie bro. Yeah, she's a Bernie broette. Yeah, she's the Bernie bro. She's like the ultimate. She's like the final boss in a video game when you fight all the other Bernie <laughs> bros. She's the one that you get to. Oh, that's funny because also it's... Dead Man Walking is awful. Sorry, her and Tim Robbins, and I had to do the mute, the play in college, so it's, it's trash. So whatever, bye. Um, I don't I, like either of them. I like a. I'm like, why have we never met before and hung out in person? Because there are a few things that I'm still like, okay. For a second, we also need to talk about Dynasty. Yeah. Alexis Carrington, Colby, Dexter. Have you seen the trailer for the new CW version? Keep it. Definitely keep it. I was like, what is this? Um, I don't know. It just looked like 
It looked like a nine a nine oh two one hour, which I watched every episode of, so I'll probably watch every episode of this dynasty. But you know, it's like it's not the glamour, the glamour. Yeah. Um, it's not the Dynasty. shoulder pa- pads. It's not the like fucking Liza Minnelli right. sequin gowns. You know what was Dynasty? Big Little Lies. Big Little Lies was Dynasty. I mean, it was basically not its landing, but it was like it was rich people with problems, lush, beautiful cinematography, yeah. rich white women swilling wine but having problems. Like, that was like you know, a primetime soap event. I just, it's so. I feel like I... People don't take them seriously. That's the thing. Yeah. Dynasty, they took seriously when they wrote it. Like, they didn't know it was going to be this camp classic. And I feel like this new Dynasty, they're trying to make it campy and fun and wacky. Whereas, like, Big Little Lies, it took itself seriously. But then you watch it and you're like, this is also really funny. It's campy. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. It's, It's... That is the irony and that goes back to if you are creating a story um with a particular result in mind you know like oh my god like blah 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 like this will be as opposed to just like honestly just getting to write and listening to the characters Mm -hmm. you know as opposed to trying to be um manipulative you know, and just have cheap plot points that are trash. I just like, for fuck's sakes, like, I don't fucking know if I've just been like doing this for too long. I don't know if I am just really fucking sick of bullshit overplayed narratives that I have no interest in viewing because i a don't identify and b i have no connection with you know for me i i feel like i'm more interested in hearing authentic fucking stories like fucking like rebecca theodore is like just stepping into directing now like lauren warren i love them they're beautiful i know lauren warren and fucking rebecca theodore like and a few others, like, those are the women that I desire to work with. Like, mm-hmm. I desire to work with those individuals that are talented as fuck, have a very clear fucking vision, mm-hmm. and have lived some fucking life. Exactly. Um, no, I get it, you know? And, like, I, so I love Dynasty. I love soap operas. Yeah. I've grown up, and I think that they were great. They gave me a great way to tell like interesting social stories yes um and also entertain people yes um so i'm actually in the middle of writing a book (gasps) uh, which is fun um that i'm actually going to release online chapter by chapter each week um so it's like sort of my own dynasty um but so that'll be coming out soon oh my god Oh, my God. But it was just like looking at, like, you know, the upcoming trailer and stuff and rewatching the original Dynasty on Amazon Prime. I was what? just like, this is like, I was like, I got to do this myself. Wait, you're about to change <laughs> my life. Wait, the original Dynasty is on Amazon Prime? Yes. <gasps> you don't like. Here's Every a, season. Okay. You don't. <laughs> here's something that you need to understand about me. 
A, I hardly ever watch anything anymore. Mm-hmm. Because I, I literally am just working until 10 o'clock. Yeah. And then I'm going to bed. I hardly ever watch anything anymore. Um, because bits got to make some money. Of course, make those coins. Um, yeah, I've got to make those bitcoins. <laughs> that like if you had like $100 in bitcoin seven years ago, you now have $75 million. Fuck you very much. If only. <laughs> <laughs> I should have been like, what are these white people talking about online? I was like, that's what I was like. I was like, what the fuck are these white people talking about? Like a bit enough. All it makes me think I of I should have like, gotten like a hundred of them and just like kept that shit. I see like shut up what I fucking could have. Wasn't it like illegal? I don't know. I'm trying to go to prison. Listen, I like. <laughs> I don't. They arrest black people for having bitcoins. <laughs> oh my, where'd you get? Where'd like, you get these bitcoins? How'd you get that? How'd you get that? You what'd hacking? You You've been hacking? <laughs> <laughs> oh my fucking god! Oh, I can't even like. Oh my god! I like because now that's just making me think of like. I'm like, do I want to go there? And like, I'm loving this conversation so much. And I'm like, I don't want it to take a quote unquote downturn. What turn? We can what do turn? it. Can we? Can we do it? Of course. I love a turn. Well, no, it like. <clears throat> Let's get real. Let's get real. In the spirit of MTV. Uh, Let's stop <laughs> acting polite. Yes. <laughs> Let's stop acting polite and stop acting. And start acting real. Um, well, I'm trying to. I'm trying to think of like the actual correct term. Um, the slave patrol, also known as police. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, that's how they start it. I mean, and, and that's how they continue. Yeah. Not all. Not all. Hashtag not all police. Hashtag not all police. I argued with a friend about this this week about police unions. We were going back and forth. What was the argument? I was just like, they're wicked. Um, and I'm like, it's like, hard. It's, you know, they're just rampant with so many abuses. Um, and there really needs to be like some sort of reform. Because um, we've gotten to the point where like they can sort of just act unchecked. You well, know? yeah. You know, when we get to the point where, like, police are, like, like you know, boycotting things or being, like, you know, we're, like, striking, you know, because they, like, don't like a social justice thing. It's, like, it's out of control. Like, you're here to protect people. No, they're they're here to protect their own. Right. They should, in theory, be here to protect people. So, it's just, it's wild. Um, you know, and I'm, like... What has your experience been with the police? Um, well, I wrote this essay for BuzzFeed years ago. Um, my mom was actually a sheriff. Um, and my sister also worked in law enforcement. Um, and I grew up in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Um, That's home a very of, liberal home, place, home, right? home of Home of Sheriff Clark. Uh, Fuck my life. <laughs> he is a monster. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's just been, it's weird, you know, to hear different sides of it, you know, um, and obviously there is crime in communities that needs to be combated, 
but you know i just honestly a lot of my interactions aside from my family members interactions with police are purely like theoretical or like from the news and things you know i am thankful to have personally never had a run-in with the police in my life you know which i know is not true for many black people in america um who knows it could happen still it could happen any day (laughs) um you know but i currently have not had any awful interactions but obviously you know like I empathize with every interaction that's ever been in the news. You know, it's like, you don't have to be black to empathize with those. I empathize more, obviously being a black person and knowing it can happen. But, um, you know, it's, it's difficult. It's not that, it's not that tough though. (laughs) Yeah, but you know, it's, I I can't say that like I I have the same reason to be fearful obviously cuz I'm not black in yeah. case you didn't know. You know what? You were doing a good job of dolazoling. I oh was my like God, where was is I? this sister from? Oh my God, thank you so much. Do you love my artwork? <laughs> Love my artwork. Uh, I'll yeah, let you I do know. my cornrows I'm later. So misunderstood. <laughs> yeah, me and uh, Tommy Lee Hain are gonna get together later and discuss our 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 plights. Um, I'm such a cunt. I don't care. Um, <laughs> Wait, did you mean Tommy Laren? Yeah, did it, I didn't even get see she. I I could give such a fuck that I didn't even get her name right. I was like, who is Tommy Laren? Toby Laren to my Lar Toby Laren. I whatever. <laughs> I don't know her. Uh, she is the most loud, unemployed person I, in the world right now. It's like you don't have a job, sis, and you are still yapping. It's like go find a blockbuster video. I don't know. I'm sure there's three in the country yeah, somewhere. We're like a find box. a job. Yeah. Well, what's her what's her deal? I don't know. She's I, she's know. blonde and pretty, so she'll get something. Not all blonde people. Okay. Um <laughs> <laughs> Not all blonde people. Don't trust them. People uh, are always like, I don't trust gingers. They're shifty. I'm like, you know who pushed that narrative? Blonde people. Mm. Look at the real people you shouldn't trust. Yeah, because they're blonde hair, blue eyed devils. Right. Try to make gingers the devil. We yeah. get it. Well, I have blue eyes, so does that make me? Am I like? But we, I mean, like the Nazi party blondes. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. The, the Ken dolls, the the Barbies. I know. I like. I will never get. I will never get confused with a Barbie. <laughs> That's for goddamn sure. Maybe Um, one of those American girls. They have a lot of different cultural ones now. Yeah, that's that's true. That's true. They have those American girls that are interesting looking. Um, (laughs) (laughs) They have they have character. I got my niece an American girl doll recently, actually. And 
She loves it. Yeah. Uh, it was melody, like the 1960s um, Jim Crow American Girl doll. <laughs> I don't I don't work as Jim Crow. <laughs> it's like in 60s Detroit. Like she's wearing like 60s gear. Like she comes with like a record player. I don't know. Does but, she like, also come with a fucking protest sign? I mean, like she was during the protests. Okay. So I don't know. I don't think it came with a protest sign, but the protesting is implied. I would hope so. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I have gotten confused. It's so, um, like, this conversation just made me think. I used to live in New York right next to a Kabbalah preschool. Oh, so you'd see Madonna every day? No, I wouldn't. I would not see Madge. <laughs> I would not see Madonna. But I remember getting asked on, like, several different occasions by rabbis that were outside um are you jewish mm. are you jewish and i think like 90 percent of the characters that i've played have been jewish they have been they have been yeah and eli roth people think you are people most people do i remember eli roth was like there's something incredibly jewy about you and i was like is it because i have brown hair and i'm from new york is it the fact that I don't have like a button nose? <laughs> like, what is that? And he was like, no, it's the lips. You have Jewy lips. Okay, and Eli. E- yeah, and <laughs> Eli Roth, for those of you that don't know, is Jewish. So I'm not being anti-Semitic, to be clear. Well, um, you're just repeating what he said, too. I, I know, but still, for fuck's sakes. I get it, you know. <clears throat> I know. I just oh, Jesus fucking Christ. I have I have a friend with um dark hair and like glasses who's sort of nerdy. Uh, but it's like people think he's Jewish all the time, which is random. Mm. Um people just think I'm Jewish when they see my name because of Ira. Yeah. Yeah. Well it did doesn't happen when they meet me there. Well, I mean, <laughs> but you could be you could be Jewish. It's like, but not like, it's it's from a line of a person who was Jewish that's removed by several men. So only by blood, which doesn't count. What? No, it's like, it counts like through your... Mother. Through your mother. Okay. Yes. Okay. Because there are, there are people of color who are Jewish. <laughs> oh, of course. That are b- born Jewish. I mean, yeah, Jews- like Ethiopian Jews... Etc. Those yeah. are the only black people who are Jews I can think of. Um, Drake, for instance, is Drake Jewish. is Jewish. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I I like I I know that I'm not old. <laughs> However, I feel so fucking old because I'm like Drake. I know he did that like video in like the Cube, and everybody made fun of him. And Hot I know that blank. like. Hotline Blank? Yes. Yeah. Um, and all that made me think of was like bedazzled like cell phones. I love a bedazzled cell phone. I wish I had one. I never had a bedazzled cell phone. I never did either. I never had a the kind that was bedazzled. What was it? It was like the was it the Nokia or whatever. I don't fucking know. I had like the Razor flip phone. So oh my I don't think you could bedazzle those. God. Or maybe you could. I don't know. I think you can really. Paris Hilton it- found a way. Probably. What happened to her? Um, she the, was just in W Magazine. Ep- she was just in W Magazine. For what? 
for nothing. Actually, it was just a spread about like what she thinks about things in 2017. Who cares? And I was like, I don't care. Just give me another Stars Are Blind because that was a banger. What Stars Are Blind? Her single. What? When she made music. Do you see how I I, I literally... Well, when, I, when, when this is over, you need to listen to Stars Are Blind because it's a perfect pop song. I would rather not. <laughs> I would rather not. Um, I respectfully decline to set that boundary. <laughs> the stars will I'll never accept. align for me to listen to that song by Paris Hilton. Um, I don't know. Listen, I'm... It could happen at some place in the future. They probably played it at the Princess Diaries rap party. I don't know that there was a Princess Di- Diaries rap party. <laughs> Actually, that was probably also like nine years before Stars yeah. Are Blind. I don't really remember when Paris had her career. I just know it blessed me in the 2000s at some point. Well, you know, the universe gives to us unexpected gifts sometimes. It does. Um, I just... <laughs> the only thing that I... The only time I've ever even wasted my breath on Paris Hilton besides this moment was when I I think I was doing an interview for Entertainment Weekly um, during press for Saved at Sundance. Mm. And I'd said something about how like Sundance has gone downhill because they're letting like trash like Paris Hilton in um, mm. <clears throat> or something to that effect. Um <clears throat> Too bad that was pre Twitter era. You would have you would have been you would have been trending all day. Well, yeah, I mean, Jesus fucking Christ. If Twitter had been around if Twitter had been around like when I was in my very late teens, very early twenties, holy fuck. I like would any of us have jobs? I certainly wouldn't. The things I'd say on Twitter as like nineteen I'm like, thank God no one let me have that. Oh, my God. I, 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 uh, God only knows, like, God only knows the, like, shit I was able to get away with. Um, <clears throat> like, not that I really, like, regret anything, you know, because I, <sighs> I know that we each have our own role to fill and play and whatnot in this thing called life and we all have our purpose, you know, as like Matthew A. A. Cherry pointed out to me when he was discussing um, how Netflix wasn't going to, how the French cinema wasn't going to, um, sorry, how Netflix wasn't going to put their film into local French cinema, you know, Mm -hmm. and then like, Khan just erupted with like booze for like the film that they were premiering and Matthew H. Cherry had said something to the effect of um, Netflix has done so much for independent filmmakers mm-hmm. um, which I agree with but I'd made the point that you know there's so much trash in independent cinema Uh that those independent films that are actually brilliant and incredible and should be seen are getting lost in the proverbial shuffle. I just said this on a film podcast recently. I was talking with um, April Wolf about the fact that like so many of these independent films, 
they which is great for the filmmaker because they get a nice payday. Yeah. Um, but it's like then you I have no idea they're on Netflix though. So I never see them. You know? Like they don't get promoted the yes. way that Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt gets promoted. Yes. You know? Like I don't know that movie's there. Yes. And like how does that help and then also Netflix doesn't release their data, so it like how does that help a second filmmaker getting like a next De- uh, filmmaker getting a next deal, you know, because like you don't have that raw data of like this is how many people looked at this. Like I was the top movie this weekend, you know, like like people don't know. Yeah. So I, you know, they're great for getting independent filmmakers a check, but I don't know if they're really like highlighting independent filmmakers. Yeah. You know, they're high. They, the only films that really get highlighted um, from Netflix are the ones done by like. High profile people, like I assume this Okja, the Wes Anderson one, yeah, yeah, is yeah, going to yeah, be yeah, Netflix, yeah, yeah. Um, or like an Adam Sandler movie, you know, yeah, like it's which only is the such high profile trash. ones, yeah. So, I, see, I just like, see, this is how much I do not give a fuck, <laughs> like. <clears throat> uh, it's safe to say Adam Sandler movies are trash, though. Four out of five dentists agree. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, it's just, it, it just, I don't know what has caused him to be so angry. And I Adam don't Sandler? know. Yeah. What is, is he angry? He just like that Sammy, whatever the fuck film that like is on Netflix now. Oh, Wexler or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> where it's, I'm just sick of, do you know what I'm sick of? I'm sick of, I'm like. I see you yawning. Are you going to eat that mic or am I boring you? (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, I'm just really sick of the fucking narrative about the misunderstood, slightly nerdy, straight white man. I'm I'm so right because most of those men turn out to be Dexter. Yeah. Serial killers. Or Donald Trump. Yeah. So, you know, like enough of those men. Yeah. Or who else? I'm sure that there's like, there's a huge long list. Yeah. Um, but I get it. You know, these, these Sheldon Coopers out there. Um, it's a big bang theory reference for the audience. Um, I watched the big bang theory. Do you like it? I do. We don't have to talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> How do you feel about the the spinoff show? Oh, the pilot's cute. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm excited. Okay. I will watch it. Okay. Okay. No one dragged me on Twitter about this. <laughs> yeah. We're, listen, we all have faults. You know it's what? Okay. I'll, I'll admit it tonight <laughs> online. I'm a big Bang Theory fan. <laughs> Yeah, I just, I don't even have cable. I don't either. You don't? No, I I watch it on like CBS on my Roku. I don't have Roku. Okay, well. I don't have anything. That's not true. You know what I have? I have passion. Have what? I have passion. Okay, you got moxie. I got moxie. I got chutzpah. Dewy lips. Dewy lips. According to Eli Roth, of According course. According to Eli Roth, <laughs> which means that they're big and pouty and beautiful. <laughs> um, <clears throat> uh. 
yeah, I just. Uh, you should have been like, wow. Do you have a part for these juleps? Yeah, well, I was already I was already working with him. Uh, what were you in with him? Hostel Two. Are you in Hostel Two? Yeah. I've not seen Hostel Two. Well, th- then of course you wouldn't know. Okay. Well, I actually don't think I've seen Hostel. Yeah, I was in I was in the second Hostel. I did see Hostel. I saw the first Hostel. Yeah. The, yeah. This there is a second one with myself, B.J. Phillips, Lauren German, Roger Bart. Um, and my death scene was so controversial that oh it was banned in three different countries. Oh, my God. Yeah. How's that just, like, not your Twitter bio? How they're also banned in three different countries? Yeah. <laughs> because you know what? Like, I, I mean, that would be that would be an interesting note. That would on... be the name of your comedy special, banned yeah. in three different countries. Yeah, soon to be five after it's over. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe seven. Who knows? Uh, we're probably gearing up for a hostile reboot, aren't we? Like that's what everybody does now, isn't it? I keep it. <laughs> like keep the fucking reboot. I mean, James Wan is doing the Resident Evil reboot. They they're rebooting it for six movies. I'm like, what is happening? Someone online, I think Richard Lawler, um, said to me like, this has to be like a drug front. Or something like I think these Resident Evil movies like have somebody sitting in the Caymans because there have been so many of them yeah and I haven't seen them I'm like who's seeing all these movies I'm where's sh- this money coming from you know what that's what I would like to know <laughs> I mean really that's what I would like to know and that goes back to the fucking point when I was like fucking talking with Matthew you know and I was like there are some movies that shouldn't get made that like really should not be made. Um, and he was like, well, who's to say like what should and shouldn't be made? Because even if it's shitty, it finds an audience. And I was like, yeah, but like several of those movies I've been in where I'm like, <laughs> this should not have been made. This, there, there should be no money given to this. You know, Matthew is also a nice upcoming filmmaker who doesn't want to rock the boats. Yeah. Um, yeah. A lot of movies are bad. A lot of TV shows are bad. They shouldn't be made either, you know? But they cancel the ones that are fucking incredible, like right. fucking American Qu- Crime. I almost American pulled a Barbara Wawa's. American Crime American was great. Crime. I did not watch this season, but I'll get around to it. Um, last season was great, though. The, um, the one with the, like, the rape story. Yeah. Um, yeah, I liked American Crime. Fucking uh, Felicity Huffman? Oh, she's great. Jesus. An icon forever. She's incredible. She's so fucking good. Like, The Leftovers, I think, is, like, so fucking brilliant. Little do people know, Felicity Huffman's best work is in Desperate Housewives. Don't at me. (laughs) You really think so? Listen, she did a lot of really great fucking work in Desperate Housewives. She had cancer on that show. She had a... um, Painkiller addiction on that show. Philandering like, husband. Right. So she did like, she did some really good stuff on that show, which was on for eight years. I love Jasper Housewives. I've seen every episode. It's so, it's interesting. I feel like that you and I get to have a crossover of things that we get to bond over in terms of, oh my God, I love Dynasty. Like, I love. I love camp. 
I love, 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 love camp. Um, <clears throat> and I guess I... The genre, <clears throat> yes. Yes. Because ironically, I love camp, but I do not like the movie camp. I, I didn't see it. <laughs> I didn't see it. I just... I. This wasn't for me. The theater kids around me liked it, and I was technically a theater kid, but I was like... I'm not a performer, though, so this isn't really resonating with me. I'm just going to take a back seat here. Are you a fan of musicals? I love musicals, though. I love a musicale. Favorite musicale? Um, uh, I think it's probably Into the Woods, <gasps> which I just I saw the production here in L.A., at the Amundsen, and, and it was ju- beautiful. And, yeah, I heard that. It was, like, brand new, like... It did it like that stripped down actors playing the instruments thing, mm. which they did in the production of Company that I saw on Broadway with Raul Esparza. Mm. It was beautiful. Um, I was in the first row with my rush tickets and his spit hit me during being alive. Oh, my God. Greatest moment of my life. Um, but I love a musical. Um, I'm always listening to musicals, like usually at home, like... Same. Jesus Christ Superstar soundtrack gets worn out. I love it. Really? Yeah. I can't wait for the live version <gasps> that they're doing next year. Interesting. Huh? Jesus Christ Superstar. Yeah. Huh. Favorite song, Into the Woods? Um, You know what? It used to be Moment in the Woods. Mm. But I think it's um maybe their magic. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. But also, I never really used to like Agony until the movie. Yes. Because uh, Chris Pine is just wonderful. Chris Pine did an incredible job yeah. in that. And then they did wonderfully on the stage version, too. And now I like really love Agony. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, Maybe Their Magic is a really beautiful song. Hmm. Okay. I need to re-listen to that now. Yeah. I need to re-listen to it. It's always been for me... <clears throat> The prologue. Uh, it's a great prologue. Uh, it's so good, and also children will listen. Yeah, like careful the things you say. Children will listen. Yeah. Ah, uh. listening to it before I'd ever seen the musical before in my life, uh, I really had no idea that the witch like kills herself at the end. Mm. It's hard to tell that listening to the soundtrack. Yeah, the cast recording. Yeah. <sighs> life, death, life. Yeah. I mean, that's, I fucking, and I love Sondheim because he's so, um, I think that he probably is one of, if not the greatest lyricist of all time. Oh, of course. Yeah. Like he's. Those lyrics are a mouthful though, but I love them. Yes, they're a mouthful, but it's, it, every single word has a meaning. Mm-hmm. Every single sentence is so impactful. It's poetry. Yes. Would that we could all just trip it down to the, you know, the bare necessities, as it were. Now I'm going to have that song stuck in my head. <laughs> it's just the bare necessities. <laughs> I don't even know the rest, but it just, it, it has me grooving right now on the couch. <laughs> Oh, my God. Well, <clears throat> what I'm thinking is that one day you need to come over 
for a Sunday brunch. Love it. And have it be like Salt musical brunch. fucking Sunday. Yeah, let's. Because I, I, I am obsessed with musicals. Obsessed. Obsessed, obsessed, obsessed. And yeah. that's why I feel like I really suck at modern pop culture. Mm-hmm. Not like, enough musicals? No, because I'm like hanging out with fucking like Judy Garland, Liza Minnelli, and fucking Nina Simone, and Elle Fitzgerald, <laughs> and Billie Holiday, and don't give a fuck about... Um, there's a new show coming up, which I hear is good. I think it's um, Jason Kadams. Mm-hmm. Friday Night Lights, Jason Kadams. Mm-hmm. It's called Rise. It's going to be on NBC. It's about like a musical school. Interesting. Like the LaGuardia one in like New York. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah sort yeah. of like a fame. Yeah. Um, supposed to be like Glee meets Friday Night Lights, so more realistic. Hmm. Um, but we'll see. I've not seen it yet, but a friend at NBC wants me to come over to his apartment and watch it. And he said that um, he's pretty sure I will love it. It's up my alley. My God. Well, I love Friday Night Lights. Right. Um, Even though Peter Berg just makes me shake my head sometimes with some of the things that he said. Um, I mean, his trash Mark Wahlberg movie. Was Which that, one? That him? The recent one, The Patriot, the one about the Boston bombings. Was that Peter Berg? I didn't see it. If it's not Peter Berg, I'm sorry for tarnishing Peter Berg's name. I actually enjoyed the movie, even though it was far too jingoistic for my tastes. I feel like I should not even maybe be an actor anymore, considering that I don't watch anything. And that is part of my job. Or is it? It's actually, it's not. I don't know. No, Writers it's are not. supposed to write. I know, and, and that's read, what I do. But I, I fucking... But I don't know if our actors are supposed to watch. No, I mean, and the truth is, is that like I probably, in this past year, I've read close to 250 scripts. You know, and like my focus really is more now on like writing and directing and producing. Um, in addition to acting, but really focusing more on the behind the scenes story aspect because I'm tired of the trash that I'm seeing, you know, so instead of just sitting here and being like, I'm so tired, but I'm not going to do anything. Why doesn't somebody do it? Like just taking the action and being like creating the stories that I desire to tell and supporting the other stories, the other storytellers, um, that I believe in that have stories to tell. That was a good callback. To the, to the beginning of our combo. What? What? Full circle. What? Full, Full circle. circle. Get up and do something. Um, Fame costs. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So double shout out. Speaking of which, to make it a full fucking callback. If you're not following the likes of individuals like Rebecca Theodore, um, Lauren Warren, like just to... Um, amazing women that that i love and and respect and who are incredible incredible fucking storytellers um that are on their way to becoming fucking household names um and with that i i i end each episode by asking a a question to um my guest though i forgot with fucking amy um because she had to like run home to her fucking cat. And I'll was... answer for her. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So, you know, in in honor of of the title of the show, which is Shut Up and Listen with Heather Matarazzo, in case you didn't know, and you're like, what's the name of the show? Um, I ask, when was the last time you shut up and listened to your intuition? And what was the result? Hmm. Well, answering for Amy is when she, too, started watching The Big Bang Theory. She loves it. (laughs) I'm kidding. I don't know. She loves The Big Bang Theory. I'm not going to put that out there about her. (laughs) But I'm going on her show soon, and I will confront her. Um, For me... When did I shut up and listen? Like, follow my intuition, like mm-hmm. Jewel. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's with that um, book I was telling you about. You know? I was um, approached to write, like, a like a couple book things. Um, they didn't feel altogether right for me. And, you know, I just feel like... I like moments in my life where I bet on myself. Um, you know, and so I just, I think people should bet on themselves more often. You know, if you think something is great, do it. Amen. You know? Yeah. Um, if you build it, they will come. You know? Yeah. This may end up just being chapters online. It may, you know, be at a Barnes & Noble near you. Who knows? But, you know. If you want to do something, should bet on yourself. Yeah. Well, you know. You know. Yeah. And I've done that for years. Um, you know, just um, moving, MT- like jumping into MTV, the rebirth of it, which honestly was um, a great year of my life when I was able to work under Dan um, Fearman. Um he came from Grantland and asked me to join MTV, um, and I'd only been at Vulture for four months, and I said yes, um, and it changed my life, you know. So even if things end um, not as great as they started, you know, you can still appreciate what they've done for you. Um, I've heard it said, you know, that like people come into our lives for a reason. Yeah. Give, yeah. And we learn from those. Yeah. <laughs> Who let us most to grow. <laughs> if we let them and they help us in return. Uh, I don't know if I believe that's true. <laughs> But I know I'm who I am today today. because I met you. Yeah. It's a little wicked for y'all. It is a little wicked for (laughs) y'all. Wicked, which, oh, my fucking cat. Uh, You want to talk about something fucked up? (laughs) Let's end this podcast on a really fucked up (laughs) sad note, shall we? Um, my, My cat, Fiero. Yeah, of 13 years. Um, My, like, the love of my life, Henry Miller, my dog, passed away um, the end of March last year. And then a few months later in July, Fira went missing. And then it, 
I found like tiny little patches of black fur in the park and with some like entrails, which led me to believe that coyotes took them and ate them. Yeah. So it's like, Vera, where are you? Already dead or bleeding. One more disaster that can add to my generous supply. What have you just done to my memories of Wicked? (laughs) I cannot listen to this musical now. I hate you. (laughs) Oh, my God. Poor Fiero. No. I'm like, I haven't even like. He's alive. He's not. He's somewhere. He's somewhere out there. He's he's somewhere. Nathan, they help me. (laughs) Fucking born in a ditch in West Virginia. Do you know that reference? Ran away from home at ten. Wait, what is that? I do sing better. I'm just scared to sing in front of Ira. Wait, what song is um, that? Fucking wild party. Oh, is that the Lipa version? It's that. I think so. Yeah, with Adina. Oh yes. Yeah, give me half a chicken and a bottle of bourbon, and I'll conquer the world. I need to get more back into the wild party. Um, but then the Tony Collette version, like fucking people like us. Yeah. Oh. I will listen to Wild Party then and report back. It's been a while. Christ. It's been years. Oh my god, it's so fucking good. It's so fucking good. Um, I'm gonna kill myself. Not really. I'm just kidding. Ha <laughs> ha. Um, and I know people are going to be like, meh, 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 don't joke about killing yourself. Um, but I talk a lot about depression and suicide on this fucking podcast. Um, so don't fucking at me. We're like, at me if you fucking want to. I really don't give a shit. We're all doing the best that we can in this era of fucking straight white men and Trump and totalitarianism. I can't even fucking say that word. Totalitarianism. Uh, totalitarianism. It's a mouthful. It is. <laughs> oh my god that's a really big mouthful um all right i fucking love you thank you for coming on thank you for having me this was a delight um i hope that you come on again of course yeah yeah okay i'm around well, so i'm well. everywhere oh my god we can have like a sunday fun day musical review yeah let's do it <gasps> Fabulous. <laughs> All right, guys. I hope you fucking enjoyed this and this brought some levity to your day. Um, again, I am Heather Matarazzo. You've been listening to Shut Up and Listen with Heather Matarazzo. And there will be a new episode next Thursday with a very special surprise guest. I don't know who yet because I haven't booked anybody. We'll see what the universe brings. Love you. Bye.